remembered. I'm glad you're here, because I forgot. I was a big fan of season one of True Detective. Anybody see that show? A few of you have? It's a beast. I mean, it is, it is something. Uh, in terms of plotting, True Detective season one, I do not recommend season two. Uh, True Detective season one is little more than your typical buddy, clop, buddy cop cliche drama. You have two guys riding around trying to solve a series of murders, drinking at bars, and musing on life. In other words, it's the plot for basically every movie and television show out there. But what makes season one of True Detective so good is that its acting is phenomenal. Woody Harrelson brings his detective Martin Hart to life in a serious and yet unintentionally humorous way. And Matthew McConaughey's Russ Cole, the embittered, philosophizing, amoral atheist who grieves for his lost daughter, might be one of the best characters on television ever created. Now, far be it for me to celebrate a fictional atheist in a sermon, but Russ Cole said something once, and when I was doing my research for the sermon, I kept coming back to it. He was talking about the realization of death, and he would go on to say, it's an unmistakable relief, because people were afraid, and now they see for the very first time how easy it was to just let go. They saw in that nanosecond, they saw what they were, that you live this big whole drama, and it's never more than a presumption and dumb will, and you could just let go. To finally know that you didn't have to hold on so tight. It was that last line right there that gets me. You could just let go. Knowing that you didn't have to hold on so tight. I suppose this is one way of looking at the pain and agony of life. Things that we think are important once upon a time. But wind up becoming inconsequential near the end. But I feel like we also need to take this approach to repentance. In the Gospel text today, John the Baptist proclaims a baptism of the repentance of sins. Now the baptism we had today was wonderful. Aidan's parents, his godparents, and us, the people of Salem, spoke on his behalf for the repentance of sins. Because after all, Aidan's just a baby, and he really doesn't know any better. Aiden had no idea what I was doing to him. He could have had cranky old John the Baptist screaming in his face, and I would guess that all Aiden would do would be to laugh and to tug on his beard. But for the rest of us, we who no longer speak like children, who think like children, who have cast aside childish ways, we do not always know the best way to repentance. Sure, we mumble the confession and forgiveness at the beginning of worship, and I suppose that's good enough. But repentance, true repentance, is so much deeper than that. It goes to the very heart of our relationship with God. Last Wednesday at our Advent Vespers service, we tried something new. Sarah Jane had us write down on a piece of paper a sin or sins that we wanted to be forgiven. And when we finished that, we put all of our scraps of paper into this bowl, and we lit the paper on fire. And as I sat there in, in silence, and as I watched the smoke rise to our sanctuary ceiling, 
I felt some relief. True, the sin that I committed is one that I live with and one that I am still working on, and I don't know if I am making any progress or not. But it felt in a certain way like I was able to finally let go and truly bring it to God. Like all the times I'd asked for forgiveness had felt hollow until that moment in a way that I could not fully explain. But then and there, I could cast a burden onto God and know that it would be okay. It felt like I'd finally been able to repent, truly repent. This time of year should be one of repentance and humility, but instead it is often one of excess and greed. We have no time to repent for anything because we are too busy jumping from one Christmas problem to the next. We will ingest millions of dollars into the United States economy, lining the pockets of wealthy people far removed from us. But we cling to this. We cling to this December ritual every single year, and just as we cling to doing it, we cling to our sin. And as that paper burned, I had to ask myself, why? Why do we cling so hard to doing what is wrong and what frustrates us? Why is it so difficult for us to just admit that we live beneath life's crushing load and that we are not good enough to handle it? Now personally, I wish legalism had not hijacked Christianity in America. It seems like we are caught at the extreme of either picking out everyone else's sin or issuing theological Pollyannas that tell us we're all okay. John's baptism of repentance tells us that we're indeed not okay. If we were, we wouldn't need baptism. But there's more to that. John's baptism of repentance tells us that God takes on that burden that we like to hold on to so much. Because the person that John is preparing the way for is so great that in his life and in his death and in his resurrection, the totality of our sinfulness is taken upon him. And he is why we wait with anticipation as we do in Advent. It's not about shopping or spending or overindulgence. It's about waiting for the Lord whose day is near. In other words, when it comes to your sin, you don't need to hold on. Instead, Advent, this season, this waiting of the Christ child, tells us, in fact, that it is okay to just let go. To just let go. Admit that nothing we can do is good enough, and that's okay. We don't have to stress about our sin over misplaced pride. We can appeal to God through repentance, and God will hear us. And God will forgive us. Baptism reminds us that the sinful burden that we drag around does not need to stay there. We simply need to let go and let God. And when we do that, we will be amazed at the relief that we feel. So as we celebrate God, let us celebrate this gift of baptism. God has given us this gift for the forgiveness of all of our sins. It is a gift that keeps on giving, a reminder that we are God's own and we can just let go of the sinful burdens to which we bear. 
through the miracle that is the Christ child, there will be new life for us all, both now and after we pass. And for that I say thanks be to God. Amen.